It's everyone's favorite show about all things Utah. A show where four hosts, and sometimes a guest, discuss whatever they want regarding Utah, and mostly stay on topic. It's the new Utah Podcast, with your hosts, Bree, Chris, Jeremy, and Jessica. And it's episode 220 of the new Utah Podcast. We should have talked over the Jessica part. And yeah, Jessica's Holly. not here. <laughs> Holly. Uh, Holly Gates Holly. is joining us as a guest Hi, co-host. everyone. Well, Jess, I don't know where the fuck Jessica's at. I forgot to ask She's her. down at, uh, I want to say Capitol Reef. Yeah, yeah, she's doing something somewhere. Taking photos of the meteor shower. That's right. I knew she was doing the meteor shower somewhere. You know, this dog over here, Phoebe, loves this fucking cat. Cat moved, so she picked up the bone, went around to where the cat's at, laid down next to the cat to chew <laughs> on the bone. They're like the best friends. The cat kind of loves her, too. They're like best friends now. That is good. It's better than the yeah. They, she was laying mm-hmm. on the cat the other day, like last night, I think, on the bed. We're hanging out, and she was like laying on top of the cat. cat I'm surprised the cat was just cool with it. Well, it's just her head. It wasn't like her whole oh. body. Oh, yeah. isn't that cute? Oh, that's so precious. Look at me. It's oh, so yeah. cute. <laughs> now, if we can, uh, now if we can get the other cat to come out of the uh, hidey hole that it lives in, that would be much better. So. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, episode 220 of the New Utah Podcast, a podcast about Utah, kind of, sometimes. Mostly. I mean, sometimes it's not. Uh, I got some Utah story, though. Uh, so last weekend, uh, Bree and I went down to Cedar City, where Southern Utah University had a graduation. That they thought was going to be about 300 students. As a reminder for people potentially listening to this in the future, uh, <laughs> right now we're in the middle of uh, D.C., during COVID times. And uh, pretty, I mean, we're like, what, five months in? Five, five and a half months in. Yeah, I mean, March is really when it when things lock down. And, I mean, COVID's been around since presumably October of last year, uh, 2019. Um, who knows when it really fucking hit the U.S., but we shut everything down in March and nothing's recovered. And we're going to spend a lot of time talking about some of the plans to do some reopening of stuff today. But, um, yeah, so uh, Southern Utah University held a graduation, and on paper, it looked like a good idea. So they had 3,000 graduates. They expected 10%, 300 to show up. Um, they got 700. Wow. Which was pretty impressive, 700 folks, uh, graduates. Um, so more, but than, more from, than double what they thought. Yeah, so from associates up to masters. But they had it planned out where they had the students up on the upper quad, and then they had buildings separated out with air-conditioned rooms and auditoriums where they could socially distance people and live stream the ceremony. And when your grad was about to be announced, they could send you a text to come out, hey, I'm getting up to go get in line, come out. And they had a whole area set up where you could go closer to get pictures and see them get their diplomas. And so really a, a kind of a cool setup. Um, they had some seating on the lawn, um, which was like first come, first serve, Bring your own blankets and lawn chairs. They had a few seats out there, too. Yeah, a few seats out there. And then um, they had an ADA section. Enforcing masks. Got Everyone's got to wear a mask. We're going to bring cards masks around. tracking. They did contact tracing with cards. They were supposed to social distance on the lawn. And everything looked like it was running great. Like, we got there at about 8 uh, to, to stake out our spot, which we had staked out the night before, like several others. Um, about... Hmm, 9.15. So they had two ceremonies. They have a ceremony at 9.30 and then the actual well, graduation so at about, ceremony. So at about 9.15, uh, 
Um, everything's still looking fine. They're still walking around and making sure people are filling out contract contact tracing cards. And we decide to go see. So SUU has this tradition with a bell tower that's really kind of cool. When you are a freshman going into the school, they have you walk one way through it. No one walks under the bell tower. Like nobody. Ever. Like when you do. Like, like the, it's 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 a superstition thing. Like it's a tradition. But if you look at the campus, everyone walks around. But the they bell don't tower. goof with it. Like they don't tease it. I mean, none it's of the cool. none of the kids walk under it. Um, and and then when they graduate, they walk the other direction under the bell tower. So this is really cool, like traditional thing that they do with every student. Um, and it's very respected. So we're like, okay, we want to go see that because we have pictures of Cassie walking under it the first time. We want to get pictures of her walking under it as she graduates. Uh, and so we go there and that takes fucking forever to, cause they start late. We're supposed to start at 930, started at like 945, but it's graduation ceremony. Everything's going to be fucking late. Um, so when we get back, we go to go back to our, where our seats are, like where we had staked out stuff on the lawn. Uh, and we have to wait for the whole procession to go past us for all the students to sit. Cause you can't just like cut in front so of them. So we have to them. watch the procession twice. Yeah. So we watched it on one side and then the other. So anyway, when we get back to our seats. There's no more social distancing occurring out on the We are now on top of each other. There are people that have like put their blanket like half on ours and like we have people sitting there, but the social distancing has gone out the window. Luckily, most people were still wearing masks, but no one's filling out contact trace cards anymore. Um, There's ones on the back of every like uh, every chair, uh, but even like the students didn't fill those out. They just left them on the chairs and stuff when they got up. Um. And I determined that that's probably the most likely chance for me to catch COVID. <laughs> not Lagoon, not some of the other stuff I've done, but that graduation ceremony. Because there were probably, I would say, between four and 5,000 people on campus that day. Oof. Um, easily. So, you know, you got to figure each grad probably had three to four people there at least. Some had more. And so... Cassie had more. Yeah. Cassie had like seven or eight. No, nine. There were nine of us because we went to lunch afterwards. Um. So yeah, it was uh, it was a fun trip though. It was a really good trip. Good to see the kid graduate. Except for when I almost got in a fight with the old people. <laughs> Brie almost got in a fist fight. It was uh, there's so we were sitting up against the wall that broke between like the walkway where they had ADA. My mom was up in the ADA with Sean and and the grassy knoll. Yeah, and and we had been leaning up against. Well, Chris had been leaning up against the wall, and the girls were leaning up against the wall. And I was sitting forward and we had like my purse and her flowers and water, water bottles and, and stuff up against the wall in the shade. So I get up to go to the bathroom and to call for lunch reservations. And when I come back, there's two people sitting right in front of where we are. Like I have to walk. Well, they're like, behind us, but they're but their legs on that wall. are like right on top of our shit. Like I had to move my stuff from under their legs. So like when they first sat down and I noticed them, their legs were on the side. And then, like I said, I wasn't sitting back so i didn't notice that they had swung their feet around so anyway and i sit down i'm like what the fuck is this like why are they on top of us weren't we sitting against the wall and then the guy goes well you weren't when i got here I'm like, motherfucker oh, gosh. Like, <laughs> so we don't say anything people. so we just like, deal we with just it whatever. Like, we just sit. Like, so when cassie's turn to it's her turn to go up like we Bree and i go up to to take pictures and video of her getting her diploma and stuff uh and we come back and i sit down and i accidentally hit the guy's leg and i just say to Bree, i'm not gonna fucking say i'm sorry to this guy these these assholes just like sitting right on top of us and he's like excuse me i said i'm not gonna say sorry to you you guys sat on top of us you're not socially distancing like i don't give a shit you, it's your own fault for being here uh, 
But in the meantime, because of all of this, we've kind of scooted down a little and the people in front of us that were on top of us, it's kind of scooted up. And at one point my feet were on their blanket and I noticed that he turned and looked. And so I tucked my feet underneath me. Now this whole time he's not wearing a mask and Chris and I are making funny comments and his kid puts his mask on because of it. And the other two people he was with had their masks on the whole time. But at one point he had it like laying on his lap and he I'm laid like, down oh, and it was on his penis. protecting us from syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't know that COVID was passed through the penis. Um, so, but anyway, the people behind us, when they finally get up to leave, probably. Which wasn't, bef- it was before graduation was, ended. Yeah, it was during the ceremony. They went up to go see whoever their grad was. Uh, and they go get up to leave and the lady says. And these are older people. Like these are grandmas and grandpas with gray hair, like little old and people. And the lady says, I should kick her on my way out. <laughs> And so I turned to her and I said, and if you did, I'd punch you. And she goes, that's disrespectful. And I said, and you think that what you did wasn't? (laughs) So then, so like these two are kind of bickering a bit as she's getting ready to leave and being an an old bitty bitch. And the guy below us turns to the mask and basically says, calm down. He doesn't use those words, but he's like. You know, you should be nicer or something like that. And I go, excuse me, but she just threatened violence against me. And he goes, well, your feet were on my blanket and I didn't say anything. And I go, and if you'll notice, they're not on there anymore. Because when I realized they were, I respectfully took my feet off. Unlike you, who has not had a mask. Whose blanket, by the way, was on top of our stuff, like literally on our blanket. And his wife said something. And I was like, you know, just it. (laughs) He's like... Well, you know, I would appreciate it if you'd wear your mask because you're not six feet away from us. You're clearly not. I mean, I'm only five feet tall. And if my legs are on your blanket, you're about three feet away from me. Yeah. She's like, and you haven't worn it the whole time. And I feel like that's really not a good thing. So he puts his mask on and then she's like, but I was so frustrated. Like I was, she's like, I got to get up and leave. So I got up to throw away some trash and stuff. And when I came back, the girls were like, as soon as you got up and left, he put, he took his mask back off. (laughs) But all of Cassie's friends were like, you go, mama. They were like, they were like, I love you. Yeah. Like they were like, but, but I'm just guy, like, really people after he got up to go s- and gross and you really have to be that way after he got up to go see his, I, I don't know who it was to him. Maybe his daughter or something. He got up to go see her graduate. Uh, and, um, we're kind of watching <laughs> and when she comes down, like some of the kids were going and sitting back down. Like, uh, and, and some of them were going back to their families and, and leaving after they got their diploma. And, um, this girl, uh, he goes to hug her and she just like ducks, ducks under his hug arm. and keeps walking oh, past. Gosh. <laughs> maybe she was his uncle Rico. Yeah, maybe he was her uncle Rico. Uh, but then like he, like he took forever to come back and when he finally did come back, he just like pulled his blankets up from underneath the people that were sitting on and made them sit like, back on the rest and left. Basically like storms off. <laughs> so. So clearly there's something wrong with him. Clearly. Well, but yeah, like we had three blankets and there were only five of us sitting on them. So we were trying to, you know, keep that distance. Right. And they just like. So while we had a great COVID case count yesterday, in my two guess weeks, is we in, might not. I'm thinking in a week. I'm thinking next week we might see a bit of a spike, especially down in uh, the county that Cedar's in, because there were a lot of fucking people Iron down there. County. Is that Iron County? Mm-hmm. Um, so one other thing happened while we were in Cedar, and that was Jeremy trimmed all of my yard. So he, ed- well, I shouldn't say trimmed, he edged my he yard. He edged the grass. And it looks so fucking good. Well, Breed actually, actually asked me to do it. I think it was around Father's Day. It but, was a while ago. But I've just been so busy, and I mean, I'm here, yes, I'm here every week, but to bring all the but equipment. But not to and, 
do like something stuff. like so that. Hannah was watching the puppies while you guys were gone, so I thought, oh, when I take her and drop her off, that'll be a perfect time. So, yeah, I edged it, and it was, I don't know, two or three hours later, I got a message from Chris. Did you just trip my yard? <laughs> well, it was weird because the, the ring, I guess, like, Probably like kept triggered going something. Off when I walked by it. And so he finally looked at it, and he's like, why is, is Jeremy trimming our yard? And I was like, oh, I wonder if he's doing that edger thing. And he's like, what are you talking about? What is going on? Kind of so he sends me a message. Are you edging my yard? Yeah. I thought it was. I mean, it looks great. I don't have an edger, so I have a weed whacker, but that doesn't really. The one I have doesn't really edge at all. It and it's. A, I mean, you, it, it took about a half an hour to find your sidewalk again. Yeah, and then I I swept all up, got the snow shovel. And I use the snow shovels too. Filled your garbage about halfway full, but but it's all clean now. And if it you, looks really nice. If you keep up with it. You should be fine the rest of the season. Anyway, yeah, Bree had asked me too, that's why, but it was a while ago and I just have been so busy. So I thought this is the perfect opportunity. I'm dropping Hannah off. I'll be there anyway. I'll just take the stuff and get it done. Anyway. So I appreciate it. Thank you. You are welcome. Very, very nice. much appreciate it. It looks, our yard looks way better. So that was, that was the excitement of our weekend. That's really all we had to do. So aside from watching the dogs and bringing Hannah back and forth, um, we had our, our Black Hawk Down incident. Black Hawk. I didn't, I didn't hear this, and we went to your house yesterday, Sunday. Black Sunday, yeah. Chicken Hawk down. So it's probably five thirty, six o'clock in the morning. I hear the chickens going crazy, like not their normal morning squawking, like crazy, like there's something wrong. So I, I jump up and I look out the window, and there's a pretty decent sized hawk sitting on the edge of the the chicken coop. So the outside part has screen over it, so the chickens can't get out and things like hawks can't get in so it couldn't get in but it's just sitting there and all the chickens are running around just like chickens with their heads cut off they're just screeching and screaming and running around and the hawk's just sitting there like looking away from them (laughs) i'm not looking like i could care less about all this drama but it was probably there for five six minutes then it flies away but i'm sitting there looking at the chickens thinking why did they go inside? And not only why did they not go inside, why did all 20 of them come out? Like all of them. Strength in numbers. And they're, that might be it. It might be a strength in numbers thing. Like the more Maybe. of them there are out there causing a, a ruckus, the less likely the hawk. But, but in all their years, they've never learned to do that with Ebo. Like, Actually, yeah. that's not true. When Ebo, well, that's true. when they're out when and Ebo's out, 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 when it's, when it's all the chickens versus Ebo, Ebo fucking gets beat up. Yep. That's true. When they're out of their kennel. They'll all rush when it's when it's just a loose chicken and Ebo. That chicken doesn't stand a chance. Nope. That's true. So anyway, like, maybe it's like some sort of weird funky flock mentality. But the, your your top saved your chickens. Yeah. How that, many how many times did it hit it? I don't know because I I heard them for a bit, but I was asleep, and so it's that in between. What is that noise? What's going on? And I realized what it was. I got up. And it was just sitting there. It maybe dive bombed a couple times. Oh, it times, was just so. sitting on top trying to get at them. Is it, no, it was just sitting on Did top. Did it do any damage to looking it? Looking around, just like nonchalant. Maybe it was all dazed from hitting the... Yeah, it maybe, might have been. Maybe it hit that it pretty good. Wouldn't have felt great. So, so yeah, that was my weekend, the, the, the chickens and then helping watch the, the puppies. Nice. Did nice. you do anything fun, Holly, on the weekend? Um, fist not, fights? Chicken not, hawks? No fist fights. Um... I was driving past, let's see, I think this may have been yesterday, so it wasn't technically the weekend, but I was driving home from work and I was right there at the light by uh, Redwood Road in 72 
and I'm sitting there at the light, and all of a sudden I look over, and these two people jump out of the car, their cars, and start beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> the best part is that I'm pretty sure it was a mom versus the daughter's boyfriend, and they were just going at it. Just, I don't know what had happened. Out of the and, same car? They got out of the same car? No, they were on different cars, and they, like, jumped out and ran toward each other and just started, you know, huge domestic dispute going on in the middle of the Lucky's parking lot. And I'm like, well, at least it's not Smith's or something like that. <laughs> but the t- girlfriend, I'm assuming girlfriend slash daughter's just standing there going, stop. You should really stop. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there in my car going, go, go, go. <laughs> I need some entertainment. Entertain me. And then the light turned green. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I have to leave now. So um, that was about it. Um, I do have to say quickly, though, that um, I have a bone to pick with you, Chris. Uh-oh. <laughs> about what? So, a few weeks ago, my loving brother here told a story about the fact that I had to be tested for COVID. Because a coworker of mine, unfortunately, had been diagnosed and... and was that, it on this show? Yes, it was. I probably said some shit. You did say some shit. I don't remember what I said. <laughs> you said, when he said that I tested negative, you went, oh, damn it. Oh, yeah. I really wanted some to know somebody who has COVID. It's true. And I'm like, my brother, who loves me and was very concerned about me, brought this up, and you decided <laughs> that I needed to have that COVID. I needed to have COVID. I just want someone to have it. You know how many people, people I know have, have been it. tested and it's just a fucking cold? Yeah, no one I know has it. And look, I don't... <laughs> we're we're somewhat responsible, but I went to a fucking graduation with like four thousand people. I am actively trying to catch COVID. Not really, because I wear a mask. Because I'm not a jackass, right? I saw a meme today. Of, they gave uh, out some really nice nice masks. Like they even had like little charcoal filters in them, oh, wow. so they give you the mask with the charcoal. Filter I saw. I saw a meme today. Um, that's uh, like uh, I think Sean's put it up in our Slack channel, um, but it's a uh, Jim from the office, and he's got like a whiteboard, and he says. Um, you should wear a mask. They might protect you. Um, and you, and you probably don't need it, but it might protect you. <laughs> There's another slide and it's like, this is also set for guns. <laughs> or this is also true for guns. <laughs> right? Like, it's the argument they use for guns. Like, hopefully I'll never have to use it, but it it's here for my protection you. just in case. Like, that's a mask, right? Yeah. So where are you fucking masks, assholes? It's not that hard. No, because they're super hypocritical. You can't make me do that. It's my body. I'll do what I want. But that you women, you better have Stop. those babies. Right? Stop. That's not what they do not ever say that in the same breath. And it's usually idiot women anyway. No, it's the white dudes that say it. And I'm like, really? Please if- tell me how much, how many times your your rights have been taken to the Supreme Court. Yeah. Please enlighten me. Like 300. <laughs> and what? Says the, says the white to own To own land, to own other people. Like, those are all things that have been challenged, right? <laughs> white men have been in the Supreme Court a lot, okay? There's a lot of them on the I Supreme I was going to say, there's a difference, though, if they're on it versus, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got they're the news that, that the Kamala Harris arguing. is going to be our next yes! white president, vice president. How did you, how did you say her name? <laughs> Kamala Kamala, not Kamala. I thought it's Kamala. It's Kamala. I don't know. She it's was Kamala. She I'm was a shithead right? prosecutor in California, though. 
I've been reading her fucking stuff in California. She's not. She was not great as, as an AG. Yeah, but look at the dickhead that he. She's going to be the vice president's for. Well, um, you know. <laughs> but I say vice president, you know, lightly because she's going to end up being president. Oh yeah. If he gets elected, so absolutely. He dies. Unless they do the weekend at Bernie's thing. No, look, that's what's happening right now, dude. That is what's going on right now. You know how often you see him in the media? That's true, never. That's the best weapon that he has is to fucking stay out of the media. I'm surprised he chose his running mate, so, like announced it so soon. I, I really thought he would wait until the last minute. Um, but, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. That's a good choice, I think. Uh, I'm not a fan of her work in California just because she's the... She's the win more prosecutor and like I've seen some of the wrongful stuff that she's prosecuted. I wasn't a big fan of, but, uh, I think she's a good candidate as a, as a VP and potentially a president. So that's good, but that has nothing to do with Utah because that's not who we'll vote for. We all know who that's going to be. Well, it's who we will all vote for, but it's not who our yeah. state will vote for. Let's yeah. be clear. You should vote for who you want in the presidential race, but it doesn't fucking matter in the state of Utah. No. I, saw, I saw a post today from the Mormon Coalition for Trump. <laughs> On that's, what? Uh, pretty much Twitter. Twitter. That's just the Mormons, right? No. That's just the LDS church in general. <laughs> I bet you most of that leadership votes for Trump. I will not confirm nor deny this. Well, white mis- <laughs> misogynistic men running things. It's got a similarity. Yeah, pretty much. They got to keep the status quo. Got to keep white guys in power. Because you've done such a good job. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, we have. I mean, this is the greatest you know. country ever created. Um, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to roll into Holly's thing. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Just. There well, we just let Holly take it. Holly, Holly brought because there's really no there's no events. events. Really, like events don't exist anymore because Holly, of COVID. Holly no. came up with some stuff, but Holly had some stuff. That she, what the fuck's going on here, dog? <laughs> <laughs> She's like fucking ramming her head into the thing. Is she biting on it? Are you chewing this? I don't. Yeah, stop fucking chewing that. Why she chewing? chewing the fucking table leg. Man, chew? <laughs> All right, never mind. Go ahead, Ollie. That's a good segue. Dog <laughs> being note. a shit brain. <laughs> All right. So, because there hasn't been much to do or whatever, um, there are a couple of Utah bands that have come out with new music. Because what else do you do during quarantine? Yeah. Make songs about quarantine and put them on albums. Basically. So. At least they can still make money somehow. Exactly. Because. Heaven knows we can't have concerts or anything like that. Um, so the first one is one of the more popular Utah artists that is Neon Trees. Uh, they just celebrated their 10 year anniversary and they have, rec- they have uh, released a new album called I Can Feel You Forgetting Me. And to be honest, this is probably the best album that they have come out with yet. I was not a big fan of their first one. Um, the second one was okay. Third one, meh. But this one, this one is, is, an, is an earworm. It, it gets in your head. It's really good. Uh, their main, uh, or their first single from it was called, uh, Used to Like. And it comes off the heel of, uh, lead singer Tyler Glenn, who was a member of the LDS church. And then about five years ago when the LDS church came out with their, new anti-gay policy anti-gay policy and he was like and 
and I'm done. So he wrote an album called Excommunication, and it is it is not one that you can put on loop and just listen to all day, but it is phenomenal. And it just goes through all of his faith transition and his faith crisis and just how he's, you know, learning to love himself more and that, you know, the homosexuals are still people. No. What? I know. I know. I I should have prefaced that as a now hold on to your hold on to your Unlike seats. women, gay men are people. Exactly. Women are just property. Bought and sold. Baby makers. That's exactly. why you want to be gay because you want your partner to not be property. Exactly. It's easier that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people have stopped listening at this point. We've lost Probably. our We've lost our gay audience. Anyway, so their album came out uh, on Pioneer Day, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, but it's really good. Check it out. Uh, the other one is... A band started a few years ago. It's called I Don't Know How, But They Found Me. Good band. It is a great band. So it is headed up by uh, Dallin Weeks, who many people know from Panic of the Disco, who probably wrote their best album ever and then left for various reasons. Um, but before then, he and his band, the Brobecks, actually won the very first X96 Battle of the Bands like 15 years ago or something like that. Yeah. And they great. Check them out. Check them out. They're still on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, same place. You can check out this podcast, (laughs) Spotify, (laughs) iTunes. If you're listening to it, you've already found it though. Exactly. You can tell all your friends. That's why we never say you can find this podcast on because it doesn't matter because you're already listening to it. So you found it. You found it. You found it. You know where you can't. You know where you can't find it. Google Play Music. Really? Because it doesn't exist anymore. They shit canned it. Oh. We moved to Google Podcasts a while ago. I am going to put us on Amazon Music though, because they started promoting. They're trying to do podcasting. So I'll move us over there at some point when I'm less lazy. Nice. Um, Didn't uh, Nick Passy had a new album come out recently too? So it's probably worth I think mentioning. so. I know I was talking like, about like, it, but... No, no, no. Like a month ago, or a oh, month and a half ago, we put released. out a new one. Yeah. I know he was yeah. working on it. It's good. It's good. No, um, I think we played a song on it one of these times, like a month ago or something. I don't know. But he he just put out a new album, so... Because once again, what are you going to do during quarantine? Yeah, I feel bad for the infinite sadness that he's changed her name to that. I know. <laughs> Poor infinite sadness. Is it the is it Nick Passy and the infinite sadness? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for her. her she's a nice cellist, girl. Is it... Does she play a cello? She's just the infinite sadness. It doesn't matter what she does. She's just sad. Yeah. I don't remember what instrument she plays. It's a a cello. (laughs) She's a cello. But I have heard them play. They played when we were adopting Phoebe. And it's, I loved it. I loved every second. And we went up and talked to him. And then the whole time we had to sit and wait for Phoebe for a while. And uh, it was just nice. I I do feel bad though that. He nicknamed her that. I mean, she's never going to live that down. <laughs> See, you don't even know what her name is. It's, I, I actually don't. Actually, we don't remember. <laughs> I think it's Sarah or something. But she's the infinite sadness because... That's just... It's two people. How do you name a band, Nick Passy and the infinite sadness when there's just two people? Because you look over and you're like, oh, I know who that is. That's it's the not like Hootie sadness. and the Blowfish where you're like, oh, it's all the Blowfish. Yeah, well, there's no Hootie, so... No, but the black guy, he was Hootie. Everyone thought he was Hootie. Mm-hmm. That was like the most common question they got asked in interviews. Now which, he's a country Which singer. one of you is Hootie? And it's like, no, no, no one is. No one. No one was no ever Hootie. Hootie. Same with uh, Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah, they're like, just, how come there's no ladies? It was just a dumb and name. How come they're like not Chumbawamba. 
another really stupid ass band name that had one hit. So, uh, what's this other thing that you got on here about the so, save out stages? I'm guessing you meant our. Yes. Because, save our stages. Yes. So this leads me in. Anyway, hold on quickly. The, I don't know how, but they found me, dropped a new single called Leave Me Alone. Go check it out. And then their new album, Razzmatazz, is coming out October 16th. It is fantastic. Very David Bowie. There will be no concerts for it. <laughs> no, unfortunately. But Which leads us into this. Which leads us into this. So if you have gone to a smaller venue in Utah ever, uh, they're most likely a part of the... Kilby Core, Rebut Garden. Complex. Complex. Mm-hmm. Those are smaller venues. Um, the, my favorite, the state room, uh, and the Commonwealth room, which is the state room. It's just in a, just a smaller batch of it. Um, it has been affected by COVID, of course, because all of these concerts have been canceled and here they are, these smaller. And they can't even rent their spaces out for like events and stuff because no one's having events. Exactly. And so I know that at the state room, they have, they have paired up with one of the breweries around here and they're putting out a line of, beers so go check that out stateroom the stateroom.com oh, live at the Eccles is on here too yeah wow. so the whole list there's 13 venues in utah that are mainly really affected by what has been going on uh festival of colors usa and spanish fork live at the Eccles, magic space entertainment mountain town music red butte sns presents select sound entertainment Soundwell, the common wealth room the complex the royale the Stateroom and Wise Guys Comedy Club. And so they're part of a group called the National Independent Venue Association. And there have been some senators and some Congress people who have gotten together and have decided to do a Save Our Stages, uh, a bill to help save our stages. Um, and what it will do is that it will help fund and it will help get give other financial resources to these independent venues so that they can continue to be open and to thrive. And when I was on their website looking, there are literally hundreds of mm-hmm. venues in the United States that have been affected by this. Well, I hopefully it'll get attached to the uh, whatever act ends up getting passed to help, you know, with some more stimulus. The COVID yeah. mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see what ends up passing but hopefully this gets tacked on there would be your its best hope i agree so it's the save our stages act and the restart act uh which is also supposed to help theaters so that you know plays and musicals can come back as well and they figure at this point in time independent venues have lost 8.9 billion dollars in revenue because of covid and so if you enjoy going to any of these venues, or if you just want to be, you know, a nice person, you can go to saveourstages.com and you can sign the uh, petition that's on there. It will also send letters and emails to your local Congress people. Ben McAdams actually reached back out to me and said, I'm not personally a part of this act, but I will make sure to vote for it as soon as it comes available. Um, I also had stuff sent to, uh, Romney and Lee and we'll see what happens there. Anyway, yeah, Romney won't vote Lee's for, a dick. Not Romney Lee won't vote for shit. He's a, he's a piece of shit. He, he really is. That, he thinks that Google's out to get the conservatives. I saw that. I so, hope. Yeah. I, I will say, you know, another way you can support 
local small venues like that. Um, cause like any, any venue with live performance, whether it's like ballet West that, uh, is a dance troupe or there's a couple other dance troupes that I don't know the name of. There's, uh, I don't know. Odyssey dance Odyssey theater Dance is the other really big one in town. Um, there's, you know, all the, the live performance stages. I don't know if desert star has been able to do anything. No, um, they're still closed. There's, there's, you know, any, like, like the Eccles, you know, pioneer theater. I know hail opened, Hell open and then reclosed. I yeah, think. the first run of I think it was Mary Poppins or something like that. Mm-hmm. Half the cast got it and they shut back down again. Yeah, yeah. So any of these types of things. So it's any of these live performance venues that it's really hard for them to social distance and it's almost impossible for their cast and their dance troops to social distance. And unfortunately, they don't have the kind of money that like the NBA or Major League Soccer have to test their players every fucking three days mm-hmm. and isolate everyone in hotel rooms and make sure that they don't have exposure. They're local people in, in, in Salt Lake with that, probably other jobs or, or that are completely out of a job right now. Exactly. Uh, in a lot of cases, cause especially like ballet West and Odyssey dance and hail, like that's all they, that's what they do for a living. They're actors, they're dancers, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're, you know, uh, orchestral players. Like this is their job. Like that's what they get paid to do. And right now, they're not earning a living. One of the things that you can do to help them, um, aside from this sort of stuff, uh, is also look to the organizations to purchase advanced tickets, season tickets, gift cards, things like that, because they hopefully will not die off. There's no guarantee at this point. No. Um, uh, but with, with any luck, they won't die off, and that can typically help those those groups, um, you know, be prepared to be able to pay people and, and stuff like that. But... Uh, it's, that's a, a, a particular industry that's been hit really, really hard because it hasn't come back yet. No. Um, so. And one of the first buildings besides homes and church buildings that was built in the Salt Valley was actually a theater. So theater, uh, and, and, and of course it, it entailed live theater, music, all that kind of stuff has been very deep within the roots of Utah since the beginning. And so go check it out, go to the website, um, like Chris said, go and see if there's you can buy tickets in advance, if you can, if they have any sort of like a donation um, thing that you can give to. But this really is a huge, um, this is a huge thing. And it's really facing a lot of, a lot of people are very afraid and worried that their business is going to go under and, and, and rightly so. So please that's my that's my plea. Please go look this up. See what you can do. Save the arts. Um, save live music because live music is better than any CD at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of dancing and getting COVID, um, <laughs> there was a fucking protest. Dance, dance for revolution. Oh, yeah. What a clever name. Um, maybe they'll get sued for trademark infringement. I don't know. Um, but there was a, there was a protest in front of the DA's office where <laughs> like 300 people got together and danced. Yeah. Um, and danced and skated through the streets. They want the DA's office to drop the charges for the people that painted, uh, the, the DA's office red. And I will say this. I don't think the red paint is why they're getting charged. Well, they broke windows. It's the windows and yeah. the, that destruction. I think if all they would have done was the symbolic painting of like the front thing and then the, 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 the street that they had painted there, I don't think they would have filed charges, um, vandalism charges. 
um, not at the level that they were. But I think with the breaking of the windows um, and the threats that that came, I think yeah, going after people's families and yeah, stuff. That's 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 when you cross the line. And we've had Sim Gill on this podcast many many times, uh, and the dude's smart, and the dude does not. It's rational and reasonable. Well, he was on X96 this morning, and that's what they asked him because Carrie Bill and Gina think that it's it's too outrageous um, of charges. But he explained that they have not they have not charged them any differently than if they had been doing that to any other building or or anything well, like that. They they haven't escalated it, and everyone's being charged the same for now. But as each case comes up, it will be individually evaluated. And yep. And he said nobody's going to prison for this unless there's somebody in there so, but, that has been charged that has a but, history. But, but look, like here's the thing: every charge, if it's a felony, if it's a third degree felony, it has this set sentencing, like mandatory sentencing requirements from this much to this much same with misdemeanors same mm-hmm. with class two class one depending on the degree so if they get charged with like a class three felony which is i, I think the class three is the lowest um then or third degree i guess felony then it comes with a minimum of this much prison time but up that's to why they years. will but go up and plea what and- media outlets are picking up is Oh, it's 15 years in prison they could face. Well, yeah, every fucking person that comes into that felony, if you get a DUI, guess what? You can face 15 years in prison. You know how many people face 15 years in prison with a DUI? Nobody. Unless Zero unless, unless they're a track record of other stuff. That they right. Exactly. Exactly. So just because that sentence is out there, it, and this is, this is what has been driving me absolutely batshit crazy about media outlets for the last fucking four years is and they're getting worse they're getting worse like even local media now is doing this same shit that's that's the maximum possible sentence with what they were charged that's not what's going to happen because in their pleading they'll probably plead down to like a class c or a class b misdemeanor that's a different charge so that that's the a da's fine. office it's a fine maybe some public service yeah. right and, and likely maybe not even a fine the, the judge may say, and the prosecuting attorney and the defense attorney may get together and say, you know what? It was in protest. It was bad. They understand. They're good citizens. Like, let's have them do 200 hours of community service. Mm-hmm. Or this is, is a first time offense. Yes. You know, this yeah. is. And most of the time. community service is probably a better penalty, honestly, because if you can afford the money, then it's just here's the money and you don't want yeah. anything. Too bad our justice system's not fast enough to make them, you know, remove the paint they, they put it out. Sure. Right? Like that's the kind of clean it all up. That would be the kind of really good community service. Well, I mean, it's not like there's not other graffiti and things that are happening that they can go out and clean up. So. Yeah. But the, Sim Gill is not a guy that wants to ruin people's lives. No. But by the same token, that's they're they're charged for a reason. Mm-hmm. They were destructive. And if you let if you let people get away with shit, you end up like what we fucking have going on in Portland and Seattle. Right. The, the complete idiocy. Because going, going out there, there with your signs and and your words and your dance moves, it, that's totally okay. Should be what it happens. And you know, maybe, like you said, maybe just the paint because that's very symbolic of the bloodshed and whatever. But when you're costing money to taxpayers to have to repair buildings and stuff like that, I don't want you doing that either. No. I don't want to pay to have to clean up your mess because you decided that you needed to throw some rocks through some windows. Like let's or tip and burn a cop car. Shit Remember on, that was the one that got on pooped on. Nobody gotta, wanted it anyway. Oh, the cops right. told the, the rioters to burn it. Drop trowel and shit on the cop car. 
Uh, oh, so, anyway, so anyway, that's, I, I don't know. Actually, friend of the show, Shireen Grabani, uh, showed up and was is showing her still, dance moves. Is she still a friend? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I she hope so. She knows us. She we knows like us. Her, so. She does. She's a friend. Anyway, she was there showing off her dance moves or whatever, but she got out of Dodge before the the paint started. So, uh, you know, something else that we produce here in Utah is tainted onions, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I... Not tainted love. No, no. tainted um, onions. So we, we we do produce a fair amount of onions. You know, I have a stapler. The next time that we have to print these, can you please let me know so I can fucking staple these? Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> so salmonella outbreak linked to Utah onions has expanded to 43 states and Canada now. Oh, boy. 900 cases, um, prompting a recall from the California producer. Um, which is weird. So the onions were linked back to a farm in Utah, I assume. So I'm I'm assuming they were sold, or or at least most of them raised here in Utah, but then went to a larger distributor in California. But they're tied back to Utah onions. What I, I liked is um, keep an eye out. So if you're eating your onions and you have any of these symptoms, <laughs> diarrhea, fever, <laughs> abdominal cramp, um, high fever, headaches, if it rash, feels like you have food poisoning, or bloody you probably stool, do. If you have a bloody stool and you don't seek medical attention, <laughs> you're a bloody idiot. So maybe put the onions down if you're seeing any of those. Stop eating them like apples. Oh, there's people that do that, though. Like so, mom, oh, yeah. look, here's a thing. Like, you really shouldn't be eating. Like, I guess onions, you eat them raw frequently between diced onions for um, like people who animals who put those on tacos and hot dogs that aren't cooked. It's in salsa. Um, and and salt in salsa though I would think the acid from the tomato would probably kill the Maybe, bacteria. Yeah. yeah, I'm no medical professional. Let me just throw Salad. that out there for everyone, <laughs> so you know. I'm speaking out of my ass right now, but I'm pretty sure, and it's not a bloody stool ass; it's just a regular ass. I'm pretty sure um, salsa, the onions, probably the the bacteria is killed by that the acidic level in the salsa. But um, like onion, like red onions on salad. Again, you're an animal because raw onions are not great. No. And so they just have such an overpowering Saute flavor. Them. Especially if they give you a bloody stool. So two hundred. So as of Friday, this last Friday, 239 cases with 29 hospitalizations in Canada. Yeah, well, what did we? What did Canada ever do to us? They to deserve our that. Our our Maybe if they made their own fucking onions, they wouldn't have a problem. 90 in Utah, 85 in Oregon, 76 in California. That's a lot in Utah. Montana. So that definitely suspect. <laughs> what farm did they come from? Who was shitting on the randomly? Onions? 41 cases in Illinois. It's I don't know. The, the label of just says Utah onions, but I it says Imperial. Let's see, food Utah onions and food lion. Yeah, who knows? Whatever that. So means. I'm sure. I'm sure the onions are bought by a by a distributor, and they're probably all thrown together in bags. Yeah. Oh yeah. And off oh, they yeah. go. We but. saw onion trucks, like uh, a bunch of big onion trucks, on our way to Wyoming. I wonder if those oh were gosh. tainted. Onions. Those were the tainted. The onions. FDA said the onions were also distributed under the names Thompson Premium TLC da da da, and Kroger. Yeah, Kroger brand onions. Don't buy Kroger so, onions. Like that's Smiths people. Go to Harmons. Don't buy. Don't buy onions from Smiths. You'll get the bloody diarrhea. Dude, stop with the bloody stool. <laughs> Jesus, why do you want to talk about everyone's bloody diarrhea? You're the one that said you were talking out of your ass and it wasn't bloody. Yeah, it wasn't, but Jeremy's like trying to get bloody stool. <laughs> um, 
So we were talking about SUU earlier, um, and I actually knew this, but uh, this I was, didn't. This I mean, I knew a, they had the program, but I didn't realize. SU- it's actually an amazing school, especially for its size. They only had three graduates, though, uh, this last year, just saying. So SUU has this aerospace school, um, aerospace engineering, and really what that school is is a aviation school. So they turn out pilots out of SUU. In fact, they turn out uh, roughly 10% of all professional helicopter, heller, 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 helicopter helicopters. pilots. Oh, those helicopters. In fact, so I was expecting, so they did, um, they did a flyover for their graduation. They had two students um, that would have graduated that um, passed away between the spring and now. Um, so they would have been able to be at it had they had they regular They would have walked graduation. in the spring but passed away between. Oh. They didn't say what from. So they did a they did a helicopter flyover and I thought it was going to be like a military flyover or something. I heard the helicopters. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. It was a whole bunch of civilian helicopters doing a, from a, the lost, class? a lost man formation. I wonder if it was. It may have been. wonder if it was some of their, their student pilots out there. It says that. More than 400 students from around the world study at SUU Aviation Program. That's pretty cool. Uses a fleet of 16 airplanes and 23 helicopters. For That's a lot of helicopters. That's a tough thing to learn how to fly, too. Also, helicopter crashes. Hopefully you're lowered to the ground because those things don't glide. They just fall. They're cool as hell, but yeah, no, no aerodynamics. But yeah, that's cool. Uh, and then it also says they have SUU has a ninety five percent job placement for their pilots once they graduate. So, so some newer breaking news, by the way. Speaking of uh, college sports, so I had put uh, in a story about the Mountain West Conference, who had announced that they were going to move their fall sports to spring, meaning football is in the spring. Uh, now, um, as of like five thirty, I think this this evening. Um, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, I guess it's a Big 12 now, I don't know, have announced they're canceling their fall sports. Yep. Um, they did not say necessarily that they were moving them to the spring. Um, the Pac- or the, the Big Ten did. Pac-12 though was still- They're still up in the air. I mean, the Pac-12 yeah. was one of the first to come out with the plan and said, well, we're just gonna do only conference games, which doesn't really fucking change anything. No, you're still... So you're not, not going to go somewhere else for three games, but you're still going to travel around the conference with giant fucking teams. Like, football is a humongous group. Like, college football team is like 100 and 150 people that they're trou- trouncing around with between trainers and coaches and, and, and team people and managers and the water boys and shit. That's, that's a lot to move around. Um, and even though they, they primarily charter stuff... Doesn't matter. Mm-mm. They're exposed all the time because you can't quarantine those kids. Like so. Anyway, so that they and today announced they were canceling their fall seasons. So uh, I suspect the other of the Big Five will follow, and then I think the rest of the nation, the ones that haven't already, are going to do the same. It's just it's just not worth because if they pushed it and had it. And one breakout occurs, it just, I mean, everything gets shut down anyway. Mm-hmm. I think, like, you know, what NBA has done, what MLS done, did, those are probably your best chances, to be honest. Uh, and uh, I think MLS did a pretty successful tournament, but they had they had whole teams that they, in the middle of the tournament, drop out or right at the beginning. So they did some adjusting on the fly because you get those that many people together. It's just someone's going to have it and they're going to pass it around. And these are... This is the other thing. They're professional athletes at that level. They're not showing symptoms. 
So the only no, reason, not usually. The only reason they're finding out that they have it is because they're literally testing them every couple of days. I know that the NHL they test them every day. They have to go through, mm-hmm. get their temperature, get their COVID test, and then at that point they can leave the hotel that they're in and go over to the, the stadium. training facility mm-hmm. or the stadium. Yeah. Well, and now they do have rapid. In fact, we have a few clinics here in the valley that I know have rapid COVID testing. But the, so it's saliva, a, isn't it's it? a 15 minute test uh, that they can do in office to see if you have COVID. That so. would have been nice five months ago. Yeah. Well, uh, Korea fucking had those kind of tests five months ago. So the NBA had it five months but ago. But we can't take anything from them. We have to reinvent the wheel. So. But. Uh, so anyway, that testing does exist now. It's starting to make its way into more and more clinics, which is really good. Um, but, you know, who knows? All right. Uh, so this week, um, we don't have a guest. I mean, we do sort of because Holly's co-hosting with us. Um, but really, uh, we wanted to talk about now that it is time to return to school, um, fall school. Um, so... August 1st was the deadline for all districts to post publicly uh, their back-to-school plans, and they have all done that, and I think some of them have even adjusted some stuff. But I wanted to kind of go through um, at least the bigger school districts here in the state uh, and talk about their plans to reopen and what that looks like. Um, so, because there's a, there's a bunch of requirements that uh, the Board of Edu- Utah Board of Education put out, um, most of them just said, make up your own fucking plan. It has to include these couple of things, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of piss poor leadership, but makes sense in such a decentralized state or at least one that pretends to be. So, um, so for example, Alpine School District starts on August 18th, uh, which is in a week. So Jordan School District was supposed to start on the 18th, but they pushed it back to the 24th. Do these have, they don't have their fucking plans in all of them. I just have a bunch of links, so let me go open up the plans. Hold on. You guys can keep talking and I'll get to the plans. So, being in Jordan School District, I can tell you Jordan School District. It's shit. I think we talked about it last week, too, didn't we? Uh, Well. I can tell you what the Catholic Diocese is doing. We may have mentioned it, but they finalized it this last week. So, it's four days on. Well, so you have a choice. So you have a couple of choices. If if your kid goes back to school and wants to You can get COVID and go to school for four days. Just let him say it. It's four days, um, Friday off, because Friday's the only day you can catch COVID. So you're no, okay the rest of the you can days. catch it Saturday and Sunday, too. That's <laughs> why they have to have the three-day weekends. So four days on, one day off. Um, if they come to school, they can do completely online, or you can opt as the parent to home teach, and the school will give you the Jesus the stuff, all of the syllabus, and I, I don't know what all, but... They will give you all of the stuff and you can home teach your kid. That's the three options for Jordan School District. So they're going to start one week later. <laughs> Which I don't, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I never heard the I don't the get what the U is doing either because classes kind of start together so, and then they go online and then they go back together and then they so go back I, online. I got a big, e- I got an email from the U today for my, yeah. is that the one you got? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and I, I kind of read through it, but that sucker was a long Yeah, email. and I was like, I don't get it, and I don't so, have the brain capacity to read to this. Go, right to go, because I know Maya's planning on going back on campus, they have to be COVID tested first, which makes sense. But I don't know what's going to happen, because they said there's no fall break, but during no. that time, it go all goes online. So, if you're on campus, do you have to move back 
I doubt it. I doubt it. I don't know. That would make sense. Point of not having fall break. I don't they, know. They are because the classes are online. I guess they're just not. So there's no fall. It. But they're having the presidential, vice presidential debates on campus. So that I think that has something to. I don't know. So they start. Like I said, it was like Jeremy was saying too. It. I started reading it, and, and I, my brain just started going. I'm scrolling oh. through and scrolling, and I'm like, oh, this isn't just like a small this. And well, and then the students have to take that online. They have to take some online test thingy. Course, some like. COVID awareness? I don't know. Anyway, that's Don't lick you. your hand and slap your friend? I guess. I so I don't know. It's weird. And then, so the the Catholic diocese is, <clears throat> they're having all the, uh, having the kids go to school, I think, for a little while, and then they're doing it, they're switching it all to online. So go for like a couple weeks to get everything. Yeah, I think to like. Figure it out and situate Learn and, your teacher and get your books and whatever, and then they're like. I think they're having you hoof it, hoof it out of the classroom and, and do it online. Now, the benefit to that is we don't, if you're sending your kid to Catholic school, you probably have a computer and internet at home. So I don't, I think that that's probably fine. The problem with, and, and Jordan school district probably doesn't have that issue either. The problem with, uh, like Salt Lake school district being all online, which is, I think is what they've decided is at least to start. Yeah. There's a lot of kids that still, even after everything that happened in the the spring, don't have access to computers and stuff like that. So I know that there's some program that they've got out there, and I'm not sure how it works, where they've teamed up with the LDS Church, and the LDS Church is actually opening ward houses so with computers, with times blocked out and stuff so that kids can go in and socially distance and have access to the internet and to a computer. Hmm. So can I, can I tell you, like some of the districts have done a really good job of outlining what's going on. Uh, Granite school district's not a good one. Um, there's not like, no. it's a huge <laughs> fucking long. Well, the biggest district in Well, and it's, and it's a huge. That's what district my kids would have been in had they still been in. It's a huge district. long page of FAQs, but it's not like a clear like, here's how we're starting the school year. We're going to start like you can find the date, but you have to dig around to find it. Um, you, you can find like their plan that they had to submit to the state and the state's stupid little template, the state school board's template. And in that, it says there's there's basically three things that they will implement uh, full at school. Uh, so regular classes, Monday through Friday, whatever. A modified schedule, which is an A-B schedule, Monday through Thursday. So half the students on Monday, Wednesday, the other half on Tuesday, Thursday, which I think, to be quite oh, honest, is the best. That's the mm-hmm. other thing that they're doing. The time that the Catholic school district is going back to school, they're doing half and half. You get, you're get you assigned an A-B you know, a, or and whatever. And you do half in and, they're, and half Yeah, off. so, which their classes are already smaller, so that should be pretty easy i forgot about that so but uh the it's so fucking difficult to go through their site and find what they were doing um and that's kind of like the the nightmare for people right like those school districts need to to bet because i still don't see how they're starting i assume they're starting modified the third option is is a dismissal which basically say they said in their paperwork they would only use uh in the case of an outbreak in conjunction with uh health department which is gonna happen it's gonna happen it's every school well i mean yeah probably because Um, as soon as 
Holly brings COVID to the class and gives it to Jeremy and then they take it home and then their little brothers and sisters go back to their classroom and give it to their classes, then before so, you know it, the whole school's in an outbreak. Davis mm-hmm. is going to be in an alternating day uh, return to class schedule. I think those are the best ideas. Right, because I you agree. can socially distance them. And I think that all of that class should be broadcast so that the students who are at home are listening to the exact same thing that the teacher is telling the kids who are in school. So some of, some of the districts, I think... Uh, in the smaller counties are probably fine to open normal because they have small classes and they mm-hmm. probably have the resources. Um, well, and they haven't had the big outbreaks like we've had up here in Salt Lake County. Yeah, because there's not Utah County, Davis County. Because no one wants to go fucking visit Cedar City. No one no. wants to. No one wants to visit Nephi. <laughs> Especially Nephi. <laughs> you know, uh, Brigham City gets a little bit of foot traffic, but like Kanab isn't really a hot spot. Uh, well, it kind of is for tourism, I guess, with Zion and stuff down there. Can not, not the schools, though. Yeah, but not the schools. But no. it's so it's a, a little bit uh, a little bit different. I was trying to find Murray's again, another confusing fucking website that doesn't say a, a clear like here's how we're doing it. Uh, well, they were the first ones to close down. Yeah, they were the very first school to shut they, down. They they one kid got it and the whole thing they just shut it down so fast and within a week everybody else had shut down, but they were the first ones. Well, let's see what their school schedule says. School began. Can you imagine 17th. being a parent trying to figure this shit out? I am so glad I don't have kids right mm-hmm. now. Like I am, I kinda don't have kids right now too. Like my kids are in college. Exactly. Graduated, so I because how many, how long does Sean have left? Two years. Okay. So. Yeah. So Murray School District's stupid. They're doing, they're doing everyone for the full day. They're fucking idiots. Well. And like Wednesdays get like a little bit different. They're like half days on Wednesday. Yeah. But I but, think that that was probably what they used to do anyway. Yeah. They're that was normal. Yeah. yeah. For high school, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday is 7.50 to 2. Wednesday's also 7.50 to 2. So they clearly were using a template. <laughs> and like the junior high gets out 20 minutes early on Wednesday. Ooh. Ooh, because yay. the last 20 minutes on Wednesday is really so high potency. Murray school COVID. district's answer from what I can gather is to shorten the school day, but have all five of them. Yes. That sounds about right. With full students. Anyone think who's going to get outbreaks real soon? Did you guys see the pictures of the Georgia high school that were went viral? Oh, yeah. Like, I was not even surprised they, at they, all. Yeah, some kids, and they like initially like got in trouble for posting the pictures. They got expelled for posting oh, the I pictures. Oh, I heard about yeah. it, but I don't so think they I took saw picture, the pictures. Yeah, because the fucking school board is idiots. Like They took pictures of the hallways. Like one kid out of them. Welcome back to school. Had a mask. Elbow to elbow fucking kids in the high school hallway. With masks, like think high school at a big, like even my high school, which was not big, like twelve hundred kids in the whole high school. Between classes, That's still twelve hundred hundred kids changing classes. Yeah, and between classes, everyone's elbow to elbow. Like exactly you're lockers, which are right next to each other, which touch. You're not. What like, were they open? Not even a week. Oh yeah, they they had like it's just it's irresponsible. I mean, you're not allowing people to go watch sporting events because they're too close together. But well, let's send the children back. It's fine. So here's another thing, too. So they're not making anybody force masks because they're saying that, oh, we can't do that. You can, you tell them, you tell girls you can't wear a tank top. 
You tell, you tell kids girls you can't shoes. wear too short of skirts. You yeah. You tell the kids you have to wear shoes or and pants or whatever. And pants and I I just feel like it's just another part of the dress code. You yeah. have to wear a mask. Got to wear uh-huh. a mask for now. I just you have to do it. You know, and and I get it because when we were down in Cedar, my mom has asthma and it's not controlled right now and she's going to the doctor on Friday because she's having some some flare-ups and some she issues. Not have COVID. I'm pretty sure she doesn't. I, it sounded like an asthma cough. But she was walking through Walmart and she had to keep taking a break and she'd lift out her mask to get a breath because she was walking fast and she you know she we had the plan we were getting stuff to decorate Cassie's She's um, 73 by the way. mortarboard right. But she and so she had to keep kind of taking a breath or two. So I get that it's not the easiest thing to breathe through. I have breathing problems and there are times yeah, when I'm breathing and I cough because of it. But you still can breathe. Uh-huh. The surgeons sit through 12 and 15 right. hour surgeries. And if, if it's, if it's all about the grocery store and you can't do it for a half an hour, then maybe you need to break your grocery store break. You know, I need maybe you just to need go to there for 10 minutes online. or whatever. Or right. There's all of the delivery or the pickup in your car. There are so many options. There's, there's really absolutely no reason you cannot wear a mask. No. Our little sister is a nurse up at Primary Children's. She wears a mask all day She wears day a mask it. for 13, 14 hours a day. She has a congenital heart defect. Guess what? Our grocery store workers wear masks all day. And guess what? Walmart They're guys wear fine. masks all day. Well, and They're Sean, like, with her asthma and stuff like that, she said there were times when she had to take a break because she's working as a CNA at the VA. You know, they've got the shield and the mask and all that. And she's like, there are some times when I kind of get a little dizzy and I'd have to go out. But we're talking, she's wearing that for a whole shift. She's yeah, not 20 minutes. A, right, or 30 minutes to go to the grocery store. And you shouldn't be just wandering around the grocery store for an hour anyway. You should have a list, and you should be picking up the shit on your list and leaving. This isn't the time to go and wonder what's better, I, you know, this kind of bread or this kind of bread. I, I think on the mask issue, we have enough dead horse that we can make um, a ton of glue, a bunch of violin <laughs> strings, eat for a while. Mm. Um, I think we have enough dead horses, because we we preach it like every damn week right we do um but and we're probably preaching to the choir let's be honest but it just it's just annoying like that guy at the place it was a couple of hours and you're sitting outside so there's a breeze that comes by every once in a while just put the mask on just put it on so but we were talking about schools in particular but and that's where i brought it up but they're uh, not making anybody force the kids to wear a mask. They can force them to put the, their shoes on. Well, shit, when they do that, it you, you go down to Utah County and uh, uh, they just fucking show up at school board meetings or county commission meetings with like fucking 300 people not wearing a mask. They have Karen conventions left yeah. and right. <laughs> <laughs> the Karens right, all come out. Writing down Karen convention. That might be the show title. There. <laughs> you might have just named the show. Karen conventions. Spell it with a K. Oh, yeah. That's the only way to spell Karen. No, conventions. No. Spell it with a K. No, that's too many Ks. We're getting too close there, guys. Oh. You just need to <laughs> you just need to back off on the Ks. But if you think about it. Cool Karen convention. There we go. Is that uh we're There we go. About? COVID Karen convention. Um, you know, the, here's, what's, here's what's a struggle for me. So you have all these school boards that put out these plans, and you have... Like, Granite, it's like, and Murray that are like, hey, uh, and fucking Jordan, let's just have all the kids go back to school. Look, I'm the first person to say homeschooling and online learning 
clearly doesn't work. We struggled with it. It's going to continue to be a struggle. It's not ideal. Parents aren't teachers. We're way past that time. Mm-hmm. Um, because parents aren't teachers and we can't have necessarily the kids home all day and not learning, like we want to not just get stupid during COVID. We're already dumb enough. Look at the president. Um, I try not to do that very often. We need to have kids engaged. That's why I'm a proponent of the like half the kids in classrooms because our, our classrooms are big, right? Mm-hmm. If you split those kids up and you're doing 15 instead of 30 in a class, which I would say is probably about average for an elementary class, right? It's like 30 kids. Somewhere there, yeah. And I don't know. I'm not a, I haven't had a kid in elementary school for a while uh, and not in public school, but I would assume like 30-ish is probably about normal, maybe 40, fuck, I don't know. But if you- Depends on the area. Yeah. If you cut that in half, you can now space those kids out. They're not sitting elbow to elbow right next to each other. You can space them every other desk. Um, and, and you can create an environment where you go, okay, now I'm also going to do this same thing online. But with school districts like Murray and Jordan and Salt Lake going, yep, full, uh, full attendance back in class, not Salt Lake. Salt Lake's like all online. We're just going to tank all of our kids' education. Um, but if you do that mixed environment, you're in a better situation. But in, in, in spite of that, because school districts made up their own rules and they're like not really qualified to be doing this, right? Like what school district superintendent is qualified to go, yeah, this is the safe way for our kids to go back to school in the middle of this pandemic. Um, so instead, the state school board is like, no, no, keep, go ahead, make your own decision. And they just said no to changing those rules and making things stricter. I don't know why they didn't come out and say, you have to figure out a way to do AB for your, for your kids. I think because especially when it comes to Granite School District, that most of the parents, um, will, will throw a fit, you know, and a lot of it is because parents can't stay home to help with the kids there you know we no longer live in a society where you can only have a one income household and so so many of these people i mean that's why even like snow days are or are a thing of like blue moons and unicorns and all that kind of stuff is because so many parents were like well what am i supposed to do what am i supposed to do with my kid if they're not going to school and so too many people are using it as more of a daycare and then instead of like, well, an and they don't have money to retrofit schools with plexiglass. No, absolutely not. I mean, I don't see why we, you know, that's another option you have if you're going to keep that many students, but they don't have money for that. No, because we have to keep that $2 billion surplus just in case. But you in realize case what we have a pandemic. Okay. Look, how many people are in the state of Utah now? What's our population? Like three and a half, four and a half million. I don't know. It's grown quite a bit. Um, and the census numbers aren't out yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's an estimation, right? Uh, let's see. Current population of Utah. Because I can tell you how many kids we have. Uh, 3.2 million is what the estimate was for 2019. Um, so it might be more. It might be less. We had a lot of fucking people move here last year. Uh, uh, but anyway, there are 667,000 children in this state going to school. School-aged kids. Over half a million kids are going to go back to school in the next couple of weeks. And you think that we're not going to have some serious fucking outbreaks? My friend, one of my, one of my best friends is a teacher for Jordan School District. And she's, she's an English teacher. And she goes, you know, luckily with English, you can teach both. You can either do it in person or online. But she's like, I give it till Labor Day. 
Yeah, at best. I give it to so, Labor Day until we're back on quarantine. We're, we're, yeah, that's what's going to happen. We're going to spike. We're going to have a thousand, two thousand cases a day, and the the governor's office is just going to have to go. No, we got to shut everything down. And the unfortunate thing is, there's a likelihood that they shut everything down and fucking ruin businesses. Mm-hmm. Shut it all down again. And and I don't think our economy will survive that. I, we, no. We've talked to plenty of business owners from Lizzie's Kitchen to others on and off mic. If we were to shut things down again, it would absolutely decimate the state. Well, I mean, even the whole country, if you think about it, the whole country, I mean, especially the big metropolitan areas, New York, they're Chicago, all, and they're all LA. Facing, they're all facing the same thing. They're all, you know, I'm, I mean, people think that, you know, in New York, oh, it's because they're just all on one little island. True, but that doesn't matter. It doesn't like, matter. They're still there. And it doesn't even matter if you're in a small town. No, because right? if I'll, one person gets it, there's a way that that one person got like it. Like I said, if I, if I, like I go back, let's, the Green River is a great example. There's only a couple of cases in Green River, confirmed cases of COVID. One reason there's probably not more is you probably don't have great testing in Wyoming, if I'm being <laughs> honest. Right? Like, it's probably few, it's a really spread out state. But let's send those kids back to school. One kid comes down to Utah. That's very common. Back to school shopping. People in Wyoming drive the two and a half hours to come here to Utah. Cause People from Idaho do the same yeah, thing. Because there ain't shit in Green River. There's like a fucking Walmart in Rock Springs and that's it. So people come to Wyoming, or from Wyoming into Utah to shop all the time. Well, guess where there's a hot spot of COVID? It's in Salt Lake County. Uh, so they come down here. They go to a few malls. They go up to the outlets in Summit County, also a hot spot of, spot of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, someone gets it. They're a kid. They don't present with symptoms. They don't get sick. Uh, they go to school. And now, like wildfire, that spreads into a community that cannot handle hospitalizations. No. They don't have hospitals. Their closest hospitals are very small and not capable of taking care and of that's all it takes. ICU patients. That's all it takes. And so, it, but I don't know. Look, I don't want to pretend like I have the magical answer because I don't know what the answer really is because... We can't go another year. Like, we saw how bad it was with the last three months of school being gone, right? Like, everyone I talked to that had kids was like, it's it's a mess. Like, some of the kids are working for 12 hours a day on homework and have no fucking idea what they're doing. And other kids are spending 10 minutes and just breezing through it like it's nothing. And how much, like, how much of that is just either they don't know what they're doing and, like, how do you grade that? Right. And some of that was it was a sudden like, bam, everything's closed. Well, and then you've also got the IT issues now to to break into it. Like there are a lot of parents that can't figure out how to help their kids submit shit. We've had all fucking summer. We've had since March to figure this out. And it really feels like school boards waited until the state school board told them what to do and gave them some sort of fucking template and then rushed over the last month to put shit together that's half-assed at best. And really, their plan to reopen in most school districts is just like we did last year. Yeah. Or we're going to take an extra day off in the week because you can't catch COVID or a few on a Friday. Hour, or a few hours on Wednesday because that's when it's most potent. Like, I, I, it is, I, I don't understand. So, anyway, and the state school board uh, has voted down tons of shit to try and... Uh, tons of, of, of recommendations to try and, and make things a little bit tougher. 
things like mandating masks and stuff like that. Well, so. and I get what Holly was saying about, you know, the parents being concerned about getting their kids back because they're starting to go back to work. And I, I feel that pain because, you know, that's where my kids were when I worked because I was a full-time working mom. Well, and- but the problem that's going to happen is if, if this happens and they have to shut down the state again, it's not going to matter. You're not going to have a job that you need to go to. Yeah. You're going to have time at home. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, one other thing that, and I, I don't want to forget these people. There are a group of people called teachers involved in all this. Bless um, them. And, and most people, when they talk about this, aren't talking about the impact it's having on them, but we're asking them to become frontline workers become frontline healthcare workers. Well, they're the ones that are going to get it. I know, like once again, my friend, I know a lot of them. They have already filled out wills. They have already filled out medical directives. And because they're like, okay, first of all, we're okay. So we're teachers. Cool. Then we also had to be trained on, um, you know, in-person shooters. And then I had to learn CPR. And then I had to learn how to administer an EpiPen. And then I had to learn how to use the little, um, what's it called? The device that restarts your heart. Oh, the, the defibrillator. Defibrillator. You know, like they're, they're like, we've already been trained, you know, trained how to do all this stuff. And now you want us to become frontline COVID absorbers for the patient or for the, I mean, they have lost Hundreds of thousands of teachers, you know good what, teachers. You know what their median income is? Crap. 55000 a year. Well, it Barely kind of, enough to afford a fucking... It kind of barely. reminds me of where we're sitting at with our police right now, where we're talking about like the defunding, because we're asking police to do all of these jobs too. And what happened when we asked our police to do all this job, we're ending up with corrupt police that are running rampant and making good police look bad mm-hmm. because they're expected to be thankfully counselors. Our, thankfully and, our teachers can't fire guns at students. Well, yeah, they might, <laughs> but my, Just but the black my thing ones, is though. right. That, that That's is, fine. This is a common problem with our society that we keep make and we keep, making the same mistake over and over and over and over again. We expect the people that we pay the least and give the least respect to, to take care of the people that need the most taken care of. Right. And absolutely. And then we glorify all of the sports people and it's great that they have the money. And I know that they're entertainment and there's a lot of it. There's a lot of arguments that can be made, but when we can test our football players every single day or basketball or soccer, whoever, but our teachers are just like, yeah, go do the best you can. We're not even going to provide masks for you. You have to provide your own masks along with decorating your classroom and trying to figure out how to keep your students six feet apart, you know, and learning how to teach online and it like that's why I said, like everybody had to learn it support. There are people like me that, I'm lucky Chris is here and he can help me. And when I'm working from home, but there are kids that are just like, well, I do have the computer, but I don't know how to make it work. So I can't go to school. So now it's time for a palate cleanser. I'm just going (laughs) to move us right off of COVID (laughs) because that's a a lot of bitching uh, and a lot of um, feel bad. So let's move to some feel goods. Um, I actually came across uh, a list. This is the five most incredible Utah places you probably never visited. 
And I thought this was a good list because when I looked through it, we have not talked about most of these places. We've oh, talked wow. about a lot That's of places unusual. in Utah, at least in, in passing. And most of these we've never mentioned that I can remember. So if Jess was here, she'd probably tell me if we had. But um, so anyway, there's a there's, you know, this article kind of starts out with five national parks, more than a dozen national monuments and recreation areas. 44 state parks. Utah still has hundreds of other beautiful places to see. So there, the five on this list are representative of the state's lesser known yet still spectacular locations. So one is Castle Valley, uh, which is close to Moab, um, but no one goes there because that's where Arches and Canyonlands and Dead Horse Point is. So they never make their way out to Castle Valley. It says it's a popular backdrop for commercials and advertisements, though. In 1964, Chevy put its new Impala convertible on top of one of the towers. So um, Castle Valley is a bunch of rock formations where uh, it's it's sandstone, and um, instead of forming an arch, or maybe at one point they were arches would be my guess, they've now turned into castle-ish, like tower-looking things. I don't know. Um, but pretty cool rock formations. Um I'm going to skip the ghost town thing because there's a lot of ghost towns. We've talked We've about talked them. We've talked about ghost towns. Oh, yeah. But there's there's a bunch of different ghost towns in Utah that you could go visit. Uh, the Corona Arch. So Delicate Arch is the one on the license plate that everyone knows about. Um, and it gets a fuck ton of visitors. Um, it's 50, 52 feet tall. I didn't realize it was that big. I've never seen it in person. So. It's gorgeous. It is it is so pretty. But if you're just a just a bit away, so a few miles away from where Delicate Arch is, um, there is an arch that's twice as large uh, compared, um, and that is called the Corona Arch. It says it's, an act- it's actually a more scenic uh, drive and or hike to get to than Delicate Arch. And that's probably why, why isn't this one the famous one? Because Delicate Arch is closer and Delicate Arch is Delicate Arch. It's a lot more accessible. Yeah. To get to, it's, you don't have the hike and this stuff. This one that says is a mile and a half hike, which is that a, is not a hike. That's a walk uphill. Yeah, in the fucking desert. But when it's 104 outside, yeah. But anyway, uh, so that's an arch that you should go check out. Uh, there's also uh, Devil's Playground, and I think we've talked about Devil's Playground once or twice that up in Box have. Elder County. Um, but basically, there's just a bunch of really cool gigantic rock formations out there that are kind of weird and out of place in a lot of ways um so yeah those are the uh those are it those are the five because the ghost towns count as one right is there one sure. more the toadstools yeah the toadstools forgot the about toadstools bonneville salt flats yeah We've so talked about the salt flats like the salt flats a ton um so we'll kind of skip them but the toadstools i don't think we've ever talked about the toadstools uh-huh. so um the they're kind of so like goblin valley with all the weird rock formations toadstools are a, a similar sort of idea it's a bunch of balanced rocks um they're uh it's just a one and a half mile round trip hike for this one as well um but they're part of grand staircase escalante monument so they're out in that same area off of uh out by Canab. Remember what I said earlier about Canab? Um, but they're pretty easy to miss, I guess. The sign's pretty easy to miss, and most people don't go see them. Uh, so, And the salt flats are really cool, and no one ever goes out there. Um, but don't fucking drive on them, you pieces of shit. No, don't do Just it. Just park your car and go fucking walk out on them. That's fine, but don't drive on them, because it's really bad for them. Well, not um, to mention they're... Uh, it's also co- illegal. That is illegal, and a co-worker's... 
nephew or something like that was one of those that they are out at like midnight driving on it and they ran into a salt wall. Yeah, that happens. They're not off. There are formations out there. And uh, luckily they all lived, but only just. So stop being stupid people. Jeez. That's really what all of this comes down to. Please just just be kind. Just be nice. Jeremy brought the calendar down. Oh, yeah. Should we check it out? Real quick. And, yeah. It's and, really, everything's just out of order tonight anyway. And eh. on a happy note. I don't know if it's going to be a happy note. We'll oh, see. Who, who knows? Some okay. of these days aren't happy. So we'll start with t- tomorrow being the day that this actually 12th. goes out. We're so going to start on the 12th. So, so Wednesday. August 12th, 2020. You have Julian Fry's Day. Ooh. Well, let's the, all go have fries. Aren't fries just... Julian. Yeah, isn't any, that like, the cut they already are? Most. What, but there's most, crinkle cut and there's the... The waffle cut. The True. Cut. Okay. So regular French fries. Just basically regular. It's like McDonald's style right. fries, people. Yeah. Yes. Middle child day. I'm All of you hungry. middle children can have your day. There are no middle children in this room. No. Wait. That's right. You guys aren't <laughs> middle kids. You're the oldest and she's the youngest. Well, she's not the youngest, but older she's in the older group. I'm in the younger she's group. Not, but you're still. But they're not child. in the exactly. middle. Yeah. No, we're not. We're not the middle children. No, you are middle. Who children. are your middle children? Jill and Gina. Yeah, but you are middle children. If you're not the oldest and the youngest, you're middle children. No, I, not really, though. It, just take the day. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> it's no, my day. There's no fifth child day. There's a middle children day. It's and the problem, definitely not a sixth child. So here's day. the thing. There's an oldest and a youngest and everyone else gets fucked and lumped in the middle. And that's why the middle children. That's are. That's why you should are. only if you're going to have kids, people just have two because then you have the oldest and the youngest and there's no sad. middle. There's child. there's really cool books and studies on how people form based on what birth order they have. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of reasoning behind it, and it makes a lot of sense. And middle children are basically all just lumped together and fucked. So, sorry. You get a day. Well, we least. get a day. Along with Vinyl Record Day. Ooh. Ooh. Those are coming back. I don't get it. There's much better mediums out there. All right. So, the following day, the 13th, is Filet Mignon Day. Ooh. Mm. You know, can I say Filet Mignon... It's, you know, okay. Yes, you can, because you just did. But I would much rather have, like, a nice fucking bone-in ribeye or a T-bone that's got the filet and the, the strip I, on it. Filet mignon just translate to steak in my head, and steak is good, so that's why the... Mm. I, I don't just, really care which cut. I've yet to have a filet mignon where I was like, I wouldn't rather have a ribeye. That's fair. That's totally fair. Left-handers day. Any left-handers in here? Then we don't care, Jeremy. You don't Move actually, along. I don't really like that they get a day. Can we veto that day? <laughs> Prosecco day. Mm, it's okay. Uh, the 14th is creamsicle day. Does Ooh, make sense. We have some in the fridge. It does make sense. So that's that's Thursday or Friday. That's Friday. It's Friday. Friday's creamsicle Maybe day. Maybe we have to take some up to the lake with us. VJ day? I'm not quite sure what that that's is. That's a video, video DJ. DJ. MTV oh. has its own oh, day. Okay. Once upon a time. When yeah. they showed videos. Back in fact, when, I think I saw something like a little bit MTV again. was going to bring back the VJs for. for yeah, Sunday. I think that they've started like, epi- like it's like a show though instead of like the format. It's like a, a it used to be all it's, those washed out former celebrities. <laughs> so the fifteenth lemon meringue pie day. I could eat one of those. Yeah. Relaxation day, which is good Ooh. for a Saturday. I will absolutely be I am down with that. Saturday. Yes, Saturday will be our relaxing World Honey Bee Day. Too bad I cannot celebrate that. Oh. Uh, you can. 
You can celebrate it. You can pour one out for your homies. You know, I get really mad because like your, your bees, like you took care of them and you gave them a place to live. And I've been watching on TikTok and there's like a rehoming thing and they're like living in the eaves of houses and cinder block walls and floors. And I'm like, yeah, but they don't have dick dogs. Jeremy had a house for you. (laughs) Why didn't you live there? A nice house. They didn't like it. He kept opening the goddamn door. (laughs) So 16th, that's Sunday. Airborne Day. Is that like the medication? No, that's like COVID Day in disguise. Mm. Uh, roller Coaster Day. Airborne viruses. Roller Coaster Day is a good day. Rum Day. I don't like rum. Rum's good. And Tell a Joke Day. So it's a good thing. So we'll, a, that's your day. That's a good thing we'll be with you guys on Sunday. Oh, no. Tell jokes all day long. God, no. Everybody got jokes. <laughs> and we'll be stuck on a boat with Everybody you. Everybody got jokes, and Jeremy's are all horrible. Right? <laughs> are you going to bring your joke box? No, shut I your mouth. I should bring that. He'll forget. He's old. He'll forget. your damn whore There's mouth. like 5,000 jokes in that. <laughs> just kidding. You're not a whore. Okay, so Monday, Black Cat Appreciation Day. Oh, we have one right here behind the curtain. I love my feet day. I don't love my feet. Massachusetts Day. I don't care about don't them. care. They're too far Massachusetts. away. Massachusetts Thrift Shop Day. Oh, that's there Jeremy's you go. Day. Now that's a good day right there. What? 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 what. <laughs> <laughs> and then next Tuesday, Fajita Day. Ooh. Do you like the fajitas? Ice cream pie day. God, shut the fuck up about food. I am so hungry. <laughs> and mail order catalog day. I thought you were going to say mail order thing? bride day. So you can... Well, yeah, that could fall. Come I mean, order. I guess, yeah. Could be. So yeah, there you have still mail order fajitas catalogs? while while reading through your mail order catalog, and, and then, then you eat... Finish it off with an ice cream yeah, pie. ice cream pie. And there we go. There's Which is our, really just ice cream and a pie crust. There's our events. Oh, I should also, I should also say, let's see, the monthly observations, because we forget that one sometimes. So the monthly observations... Who's this We. I That's didn't know your that fucking job. I, I didn't know that those were on there. Don't lump me like, in with like your once. inability. But to, I do see waffles on like there. once the whole year. Actually, don't lump me the, in with your inability to monthly. properly do the day of the week. So our monthly. So this is for the whole month. Is back to school month for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> How appropriate! Oh, the irony. Crayon collection month. Is that like rain on your mm. Wednesday? Yeah, don't be collecting crowns from schools school. now. I exam month. Good thing I got COVID on. I need to. I think I need to get one. Family fun month. My family has all moved away. So it's not fun. Golf month. It's too damn hot. Happiness happens month. Yeah, that's uh, no. porn. That doesn't actually happen anymore <laughs> in COVID. Peach month. Ooh, peaches are good. <laughs> romance awareness <laughs> month. We need to be aware that, that there's such thing as romance. Now when Chris month. is making vomit noises. <laughs> peaches. <laughs> And wellness month. So that is, that is August. Send your kids back to school. Yep. yep. And wellness month at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Go have a wellness check and get Corona tested while you're at it. Um, yeah. I think that's it. Um, you can, uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at TNU podcast. Go check out our website, thenewutah.com. Uh, it's where you'll find stuff. Um, thanks Holly for joining us for the thanks show. Thanks for letting me come back. We we always love having you. Holly's uh, our fill in for Jess and me when we're gone. Hope it's true. We need more women. So there's two. No, because there's, Holly's enough woman for two. That's she's there's Jess, plenty of me to go around. And she's me. Th- but there's but <laughs> she's awesome enough to I'm be saying, Jess and Bree. That's okay. What I'm saying is we need more women, otherwise it's just Jeremy and me. But that's uh 
Which would be fine, but who knows if people would listen to that. I don't think we would have made it past 25. I don't think I would listen to that. <laughs> so I, and I love you both. So hell, I yeah. feel like as it is now, it's a lot of me. Yeah. The, yeah. Sometimes, that's why I was like, yeah, just let somebody else talk. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's going to be it for the show. Um, wear a mask. Um, don't send be your, a dick. Send your kids to school to get COVID and yeah, don't be a dick. Stop being stupid too. God, that's asking a lot of things from a lot of people, guys. Mm-hmm.